0: Hey y'all, welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my co-host, the Diamond Dream Team. And as Diamond would say, it takes a team to build a dream. So don't forget to go to diamondandsilkstore.com and get you a brooch pin, a Diamond and Silk brooch pin, right there at diamondandsilkstore.com. Before I go any further, I want you to stop right now. Be sure to share this podcast, share this broadcast, share Lindell TV, share frankspeech.com because sharing is caring. So if you care about America, if you care about this country, if you care about the constitution, if you care about all of the corrupt, corrupt system that have did what it done to the January sisters, you will share right now because so we got to let the people know what's truly going on. And what I absolutely adore is the fact that President Trump done been vindicated, January sisters done been vindicated, but the left wing media don't want to tell you that. And even some on the right are scared to share it as well. But Diamond Silk Chit Chat Live, we're here on the air and we're gonna let everybody know what's going on in our country. So be sure to share Share, share if you truly do care. All right. Tonight we're going to be talking to an attorney uh, about uh, the Vats passports, the these camps that's popping up, and uh, the credit scores, and all of these other different uh, tyrannical, different things that they're trying to implement on our free country. We're going to be talking to her tonight. Uh, if you have any questions for her, feel free email them at, silk at gmail.com. That's diamondsoak at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to download the Frank Speech app, the Frank Social app. It is absolutely free. You need to download it so that you can stay updated and informed. Shout out to everybody over there at Getter. Shout out to all of our affiliates. Shout out to everybody over there at Rumble. Shout out to CTA TV for streaming our content. Shout out to RSBN for also streaming streaming our content. That's RSBN TV. I really, truly, truly do appreciate it. For anybody that wants to stream our content, you're welcome to do so. I don't mind. I don't care. Go ahead and share so that everybody would know what's going on in this country. Also, real quick, don't forget about our sponsor, MassStirmer. That's MassStirmer.com. If you have any type of skin irritations, because a lot of people still wear the mask, they choose to wear the mask, it's your choice, but some people can get irritated. You can go to maskthermer.com. This is a good product for skin irritation. If you're having those little red flying bumps or, or you know the itchiness or what have you, this is a good product for you to use. Once again, don't forget about mypillow.com. That's mypillow.com, you all. The MyPillow 2.0 is the bomb.com. I don't care how you slice it, dice it, flip it up or rub it down. It is uh, truly amazing. Mike Lindell, he outdid himself with this particular product. The technology in it keeps you cool. It keeps me cool at night. Let me talk about me. It keeps me cool at night, especially when I'm going through my hot flash moments. Yes, it it surely do. And so at this particular time, I just want to take a moment and I want to talk to my chicks. That's legit. That's right. My her she's. That's who I want to talk to right now because we can relate, you know, I'm over 50, but I'm finding out that people that's even, or we're real women, that's even 40 years old is experiencing menopause and having hot flashes. But one thing about these my MyPillow 2.0, you all, mm, it keeps you feeling good like a real woman should. And I don't even soak out my pillows anymore like I used to. I, uh, no, I do not. Now, them them hemishes, I ain't talking to you. Them chicks with those sticks, I, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to, to my, my chicks that's legit know what silk is talking about. So once again, go to mypillow.com. Be sure to use promo code diamond. It's buy one. Get one free. And don't forget about those geezer sheets as well. Buy one. Get one free. And that's at mypillow.com. Don't forget about my coffee. That's right. Now, sometimes, occasionally after dinner, I like to have me a sip of coffee, especially before I come on the air, so that I can be relaxed and ready to do the show. All right. So be sure to go to my store dot com use promo code diamond in order to get it and i believe that right now it's 50 percent off and like i'll always say the best part to waking up is not being woke but being awake with my coffee so don't you be hasty go over there and get you something tasty at mystore.com get the my coffee all right all right Um, So I wanna go ahead on you all, get on into the show, because I got a lot of grounds to cover tonight. I got a lot of stuff to say, especially as it pertains to the uh, January 6th footage being released. We're gonna talk to uh, uh, someone uh, that is actually on trial right now, a January 6th defendant, we'll talk to her later, so that she can uh, give us an update as to how the trial is going. But before we go another further, I want you all to see this video clip because I have a question for the attorney that's about to to come on. So here, here, take a look at this. But you got to go see who patented what.
1: That's right. Who owns the patent Mm -hmm. to the vaccine? And and can I say this here? A virus. Why is let me ask you like this here. Okay. Why? And this, we wasn't even gonna talk about all this, but why is a virus patent? Have you have you? Yeah. Is the chicken pox? Patent, it's a common cold patent. That's a virus. Uh Why is a virus patent? That lets you know, when I hear that, this is not really a virus, in my humble opinion, Uh because you can't patent nothing in Mother Nature. Just like you can't go patent the grass, Uh you can't go patent stars, Uh you can't go patent the sun. Uh But all of a sudden now, I heard that this here virus virus was patent
0: yep we talked about that a few years ago about this particular virus even being patent. So I'm gonna talk to the attorney about that. But before I want you to put up put up that graphic that i that I sent to you if you have it. I have another question here for the attorney because there's a lot of people that I'm seeing that, you know, are now board members of certain companies that they used to be. Uh, regulators for. They used to uh, uh, take and monitor and regulate. And some things is just not making sense to silk. I always say something smells fishy and it ain't tuna. And something smell real fishy and it ain't tuna. So I want to go ahead on and bring on the attorney so I can ask some questions here and we can get down to the real nitty gritty. She's the founding partner of the Orange County California Law Office of Nicole C. Pearson and Facts Law Truth Justice, an organization challenging illegal government mandates and seeking justice for children and families who have been injured by them. Please welcome to the show you all, Attorney Nicole C. Pearson. Hello.
2: How are you? Hi.
0: I'm doing great, thank you so much for coming on the show, and I'm ready to get down to this here. First, the first question that I need to ask is about a virus being patented. Now, I understand that you're not supposed to be able to patent something that's of a natural occurrence. So why are we still calling this thing a virus if it's been patented?
2: Well, we shouldn't be. I mean, you already, something smells fishy in an ain't tuna. You already hit the nail on the head. It's just that everyone is finally starting to see what you saw a very, very, very long time ago and starting to ask the same questions. I mean, it's very, in my work and what we've been doing, all of mm-hmm. this has been, these have been the facts that have been motivating our work. We've been just like you aware of this for a very long time. Um, and it's it's all in my humble opinion um, a big criminal conspiracy, um, in my opinion, uh, a genocide and and uh, quite frankly, in many instances, unfortunately, an ethnic and racial cleansing, unfortunately.
0: Interesting. Thank you for calling it out for what it is and, and, and stating your opinion about it. Because people are scared now to even state their opinion about it. And then, you know, I had them to put up this graphic where you have a lot of these individuals okay who are now sitting on the board of the company they once regulated right now, isn't that a conflict of interest when i look at dr flip flop Fauci, okay <laughs> he's over the 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 nid the national uh uh, Inst- uh the the nid okay N-I- the national I- institute of health right okay but then he was the one that was basically funneling money over there to the Wuhan, China, to study, uh, bi- for bioweapon research. Why are we studying bioweapon research? You know what? Why are we using American tax dollars to study a bioweapon? Right.
2: Well, I mean, I feel like maybe I can ask the question, but give us the answers because you already have going on. I don't know if you're um, familiar with Sasha and with Catherine Watt. But there, Catherine Wise is a paralegal. She's been following the laws and essentially all the laws that have been implemented since after 9-11, which we all know um, was a critical um, historical event that set off a chain of events that has led us to exactly where we are today. And Sasha Latovia, I'm, I'm completely butchering her name, actually did review of the documents that... Um, the government documents, the contracts, the internal memoranda correspondence that led to the, you know, really the declaration of emergency, the emergency use authorization of these injections, which are not vaccines. um, And they've really unraveled this whole entire story. And we work with them very closely. And um, it is a huge criminal, um, national, unfortunately, governmental uh, racket. I mean, it, it's it's racketeering. It's fraud. It's fraudulent uh, business practices. Advertising, in my opinion, it's murder because they knew exactly what these vaccines, what risks these vaccines po- or these injections post it, posed, and the, the the virus itself. And they forced millions and millions of Americans to take these experimental new drugs um knowing that these they did not prevent transmission knowing what the virus truly did to you and why withholding early treatments recommending that you not come in not come into the hospital till you are essentially suffocating to death at which point it's difficult to save anybody regardless of poor morbidities and it was a whole criminal plan to essentially like I said Uh, wipe out uh, significant swaths of the population and then get the rest of the population
0: into the social credit digital tracking system. Wow, wow. And see, I understand that when you're dealing with the EUA, there's not supposed to be any other type of medicine available, therapeutic medicines or what have you available in order to get that emergency use. But there was something available they hid that from the public so they can right. push this. I call it a bioweapon. In my humble opinion, I think it's a a, a bioweapon so they can push that through on we the American people. And unfortunately, it's not just foreign, it's also domestic from within. And I think that's a that's really a shame. Uh when you talk about to, you know, the, the VAT's passports, I want to talk a little bit about that. What what have you gathered? attorney let the people know well just by way
2: of background a little bit I live as you mentioned in Orange County California and fortunately or or unfortunately for me certainly for my family for my kids uh we Orange County as well as Ventura County and San Diego County were the pilot programs for the vaccine passports in the state of California um I I also want to take one step further I I, like you just said mentioned this is a bioweapon and I I really want to emphasize people and to encourage people to understand that we are at war Um, when you shut down churches but keep open strip clubs. When you fire first responders first you let first responders and medical personnel and staff work in trash bags and use PPE for over a year and a half and then fire them for not, you know, for refusing to take an experimental um, new medical protocol, if you can even call it that, Um, you know, when you mask children, you force them to take experimental new drugs to protect adults. We are at war. I personally believe it's a spiritual war, um, but it's certainly like you said, it's a biological weapon warfare, not a war with tanks and guns and ammunition, but certainly um, psychological warfare, emotional and then this biochemical. So when you understand that we're at war and what they're trying to do is take down the country. um, My family is Latin. They are immigrants. They came from socialist country. I have a very, very real and deep appreciation for the constitution and for what it means to be an american um i still have family back abroad and i understand how different their lives are than ours and when you see what is going on and you're systematically trying to dismantle this country what do you do you take down the biggest what's you know one of the first key um lessons or goals in warfare it's to take down the the strongholds right so we're looking at Mm -hmm. new york california louisiana illinois you're taking the main ports of trans transit entry egress and ingress into the country um how you can can uh, control the supply chain. So you have Illinois to the the North, California to the West, New York to the East, and Louisiana kind of covering the Gulf. And those are the biggest states that you will see where most of these efforts really rolled out. And so here in California, I'll try and circle back, in Orange Mm -hmm. County, um, the other strongholds, right, are the most conservative, um, well, you know, fortressed, pieces of of land right those those geographical areas so you t- they tried to take They're not going to take San Francisco. They're not going to take Los Angeles. Those those um, geographical areas are going to fall very easily with whatever campaign is being pushed, whatever propaganda or plans. But they had to take the strongest footholds. And those were, again, Ventura County, uh, Orange County and San Diego County, because we are even though we're purple on paper or blue on paper, we are um, actually very conservative county um, where there is a lot of money, a lot of affluence here and a lot of complacency, unfortunately, as a result. and so their goal was to ram through during the state of emergency, I think we're at 600 and over $620 million worth of federal uh, pandemic relief funds and programs and protocols and systems. And one of those systems was a vaccine passport system. And so when I started to See what was actually going on with the pandemic, and realizing that this was not about any of our health, because everything that they were telling us to do contradicted everything. Even I knew, um, you know, in my forty years of life um, was not true. Just basic concepts about health. Um, and in your personal health and safety, when I started to realize it wasn't about COVID and then I started to see all these policies and ordinances and uh, programs that were being rolled out in my county, I started to see, this has nothing to do with health. This has to do with tagging us, uh, whether because you got the vaccine or you got an exemption, and then being Mm -hmm. able to monitor us and then ultimately control us. And once you have us tagged and tracked, We know where we go, who else was there, how long we spent there. If we spent any money there, um, then they can start to hurt us and then control what we ultimately do, whether it's taking medicine or being able to travel, learn, study, work, play, um, buy groceries. And um, that's the ultimate power, in my opinion, right? Because they'd be able to force you to take medicine, to do things that you don't want, and then to dictate what you can and cannot do. That's money plus control equals power. And that's what I saw rolling out in in Orange County.
0: I'm also understanding on December the 6th, the OC Board of Supervisors, uh, they had a meeting there trying to add voting to the uh, passport as well. uh, So that you have to have whatever they say you have to have in order to vote. Uh, Are you serious that this is really truly happening? this is happening. I mean, we've already, they
2: always do it under the guys right there's so many like slogans that they've been using right it's for your health and safety yeah. do it for the other people um and then a lot of it is about equity and then convenience right a lot of it a lot of these policies is health equity um racial equity um you know the transgender you know now right now we're doing transgender um before it was socioeconomic equity but there's a huge 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 difference between equity and equality equity means that in order for us to be equity, to, to be equitable, excuse me, then someone has to give up something or something needs to be taken from someone and given to the other person to make it equitable. Uh, or, uh, excuse me, for there to be equity, right? That's not the same right. as being equals. not for me to actually sincerely believe that you are a human being worthy of the same rights and privileges and access that I have. That is a, a mentality and that's something different. But when you're trying to achieve equity, you're trying to forcibly remove some Something, whether it's money or property or again access or resources from one group or one person and forcibly give it to somebody else and that's what they've been trying to do um, here oh wow see so these programs there's a lot of mental health right they created the mental health yes. problem now they're trying to sell us the mental health solution and then all it's about equity equitable access to these programs Um, via smartphones and smart devices, and then also convenience. And and you wanted to make it as, as convenient as possible. What's more convenient than having your QR code to identify your vaccination status? And then you might as well, if you're gonna go to a concert and you have to swipe your QR code to get in, you might as well put a credit card so you can buy a beer there. And if you're gonna buy a beer, then you need your ID. So you might as well upload your ID as well. And what if something happens to you while you're at the concert? You should upload your insurance card And if you're going to have your insurance card, then an emergency contact and then, well, do you have children? And the list goes on and on. And now you've created your digital footprint where they can see everything you do with whom for how long and how much you spend. Like we just mentioned, because you continue to swipe uh, your QR code in in order to have access to these basic, you know, fundamental rights and, and privileges.
0: But how are they going to be able to go around the Constitution? How are they going to be able to do that? If well, this they is won't. the land of the free, the home of the brave, not slaves, how are they going to be able to go around our freedoms? Well, they won't. If
2: any, if facts, law, truth, justice has anything to do, uh, uh has anything to say about it, we, uh, my myself, and my partners, Rita Barnett, Rose, and Jessica Barsotti, and I have been tirelessly fighting for three years one of our uh, biggest lawsuits and uh, I might say one of the not because it's ours but one of the most critical lawsuits um, I think that is being waged today is our lawsuit against Orange County and the Orange County Board of Supervisors and it seems like a small lawsuit because it's you know just against one county in the in the state you know people are suing Biden and we'll sue the CDC and, and our fauci and everyone. But our lawsuit is a very strategic lawsuit. We actually developed the strategy, the writ petition strategy. Um, Uh A lot lot of uh, attorneys that we consulted with uh, didn't even have any idea what we were talking about, but it asked the court to confirm our reading of the black letter law, I'm sure you've heard that phrase before, and basically reaffirm what we already know a local board of supervisors' obligations are doing a state of emergency, Um, and to get an order. Because what's happened in California and across the country, I presume, uh, I know certainly in California, is that they've declared these local emergencies county by county, and Mm -hmm. as a result, they have suspended all r- regular rules and processes and procedures. For example, bidding contracts, bidding p- public contracts. Usually you have to have three, four or five contracts. You have to post them for the public to see, the public gets to comment. Then you have a public meeting. People can come to that meeting, they can comment on those uh, those contracts and it all becomes part of the public record. Uh, there's like checks and balances, that's like due process. Or, ex- For example, you typically elect government officials who are dictating government policy or a public policy that dictates yeah. how you live, including being able to work, send your child to school, travel, receive medical treatment, go to court, go to these public meetings. But no, when there's a state of emergency, apparently, I certainly at least in Orange County, California, uh, these elected representatives seem to think that when there's a state of emergency in place, then all of these rules and policies and procedures are suspended until the state of emergency ends. So our law is challenging that because if if that's true, if that's true that when there's a state of emergency, then these government elected officials will constantly come up with emergencies to suspend the constitution, to suspend the laws, so they don't ever have to be transparent and accountable to the people who created them.
0: And right, keep in mind, that nothing is supposed to supersede the Constitution, that no no other law or no other rule. And if you think about it, Jim mm-hmm. Crow Joe Biden, I, I call him Jim Crow Joe. He has governed, since mm-hmm. he's been in office, he's governed under emergency declaration. That's how yeah. he's governed for the last two years under emergency declaration, you all. That's how right. he's done. It. And so now, I want to make sure I got something right, Miss <laughs> Attorney. <laughs> I understand I all of
2: these- I'm pleading oh, the fifth. I'm pleading the fifth.
0: <laughs> I understand that all of this COVID money have just been spreaded everywhere. Are you telling me that mm-hmm. they use COVID money to pay for the implement the implementation yes. of the passport?
2: Yes. Yes, that's what I'm telling you. We are paying for our prison. The longer that people, the longer the people that continue to comply. And this was probably why I grew a, a, a community very quickly because I was the first, one of the first to say, you know, do, do not comply. That that mean, to me, it was so simple. The end to all of this, and it still is, is to not comply because tyrannical laws that run afoul of the Constitution are void on its face. They don't even exist. But when you pretend that they do, by complying or by submitting exemptions, you legitimize them, you breathe life into them. And then They're now pure. we've created this system. And so we've created this system of not rocking the boat, not going to the Zoom meetings, not you know submitting our public comments, of kowtowing and they literally every single thing that we have thought we have won and the defense has been well that wasn't a law that's literally their defense well we didn't make a law we that's not unconstitutional because we never made a law we never well that was just a press release that was just guy that was just guidance that was just guidelines and recommendations so people have literally been placing the handcuffs on themselves Placing the the masks on themselves, handcuffing and chaining themselves. And that's what we've been trying to explain. Our passion is explaining the law, the Constitution, to understand you have zero obligation to comply with any of these recommendations and opinions.
0: That's one thing that my sister and I will always say, don't comply with a lie. It's all (laughs) a lie, you all. And see, I dare somebody to call themselves making me want to put on a mask on my face when they be like, do you have your mask? I said, my mask is my face. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: That's what my mask is. If God intended for me to wear a mask, he would not have created a nostril. That's how I (laughs) let them know, period. And then my handlers have to take me on because I will cuss every last one of them out, you know, and then because I'm silk, they don't want me to get in no trouble. (laughs) But one thing I know about these crazy behind folks is they (laughs) like to create the problem yes then they take and throw money at the problem then they leave the people stuck at the bottom with the problem while the money is gone somewhere else yes
2: yeah we're talking about 600 and over 600 i think to be totally honest the last time we calculated is around 618.8 million dollars that it's but it's a fraud do you understand they're defrauding the state and federal government. Unfortunately, the state and federal government is in on it, right? So yeah. the local boards of supervisors, our local elected representatives, maintain these state of emergency, these local, excuse me, emergencies, okay, which allows them to apply for these state and federal, well, primarily federal emergency relief funds. And when they do that, They are obligated, and we actually saw this a lot in public school systems, so we can get into that in a second, but when you're wondering why your principal or even your superintendent was saying, there's nothing I can do, there's nothing I can do, it's because they signed contracts, right? Mm -hmm. Their contracts. like a loan, when you sign that contract in, in, in California, the contract was over 360 pages long. And they didn't realize that a condition to that contract, whether it's your public school district or your county board of supervisors or whatever government entity signed that paperwork to accept that emergency relief money, they literally signed away all their rights and they also promised to have forced masking policies. And forced vaccination policies, and quarantine policies, and contact tra- tracing policies. And what happened was, it's even more than that. What happened was, a lot of these school districts or these government agencies de- did need the money, so they would spend it right away because they did want to improve their campuses. A lot of these people mm-hmm. just didn't read the fine print. They didn't really know how corrupt and vile and evil this system is, and that they were being duped by the people that are supposed were sworn to protect us. Right? They had no idea. So then they spend the money. When the science starts to come out, the data starts to come out, the parents start pushing back, the community starts rising up. They're saying, we've got you your number. This isn't right. And they want to cancel the forced vaccination or masking policy, or they want to cancel the contract tracing policy. They can't because that would be a breach of their contract. And then they would owe all that money that they already spent back to the government. Then guess what? The government comes in and would own all of that property. It is the
0: perfect- Oh my modern-
2: it is the perfect crime. It is the perfect crime what they committed. That's so then of course, they, they they don't want that to happen and we don't want the government owning all of our public lands and buildings and agencies. So they were forced to comply um, until these lawsuits were but, started to play. Go
0: ahead, sorry, who excuse me. Signed so much the contract? Talk, <laughs> who say. signed the contracts though? See, were well, they in on it? See, well, they I think. It.
2: I think that there are some that truly were very ignorant, didn't read the fine print sign. I mean, Mm -hmm. you do have to remember, this is probably some of the most volatile and intense propaganda, certainly that we have a country, as a country, has experienced the look globally. I mean... You know, it's very difficult because I'm starting to realize how much propaganda I've been exposed to my whole entire life that I wasn't aware of. (laughs) But but this campaign that they waged against us about stay, you know, stay inside to flatten the curve, you know, do your part. All of the things that they said that we were literally going to die. If we looked at someone and smiled at them without a mask on, it was the biggest propaganda campaign, I feel at least in my lifetime that I've seen in my lifetime experienced in my lifetime. So you have to understand that a lot of these people were operating and from a very terrified you know, position. position. And again, yeah. all they all they wanted to do was open the schools again. All they wanted to do was open their medical facilities. All they wanted to do was get back to work, have their employees come back, hire them back, so people wouldn't lose their homes and their jobs and their children and get divorces. I mean, there was so much. I I do believe there were some people who didn't know, and then I absolutely do believe there are people who knew. Um, I know that there are attorneys who knew. I know attorneys that went on national television and spread it spread propaganda because I'm an attorney and I would not be sitting here with my four-year-old and my six-year-old at home eight and a half months pregnant still going to the capitol doing these interviews going to court on monday going to court tomorrow if i didn't know to the deepest deepest depths of my soul and the every fiber of my being not because i'm a good person and not because i'm the smartest attorney but because i can read the law that the law is on our side i would not be here doing this work if i did not know that what i'm telling you. Is true and it's right and it's
0: just that's the reason why I do not call it a pandemic, I call it a scam demit. Yes, yes, we have been scammed here, we've been duped here. Yes, is what has happened. Now, how do how do the China credit score how is that associated with the passport? Tell the audience
2: so. I'm sure most of your audience is very familiar with the World Economic Forum and the the reset and the agendas. And, and ultimately, it's my understanding that there will be, I think it's seven, seven basically world powers, right? So we'll have like North America being Canada, United States and Mexico. We'll have South America, Australia, New Zealand. I think... I don't know how they're going to divide up Western Europe and India and China and how and, and Russia. But the the, the point is it's population control and controlling what they are now again. The next agenda is the climate control agenda and how they're gonna control our carbon footprint. And how they will do that is um, again population control either by forcing people to take medicines that they don't know, that they don't need that are um, dangerous to them. And, um, but the way that they are going to do that, you have to be able to force people. And the only way that you can force them is by depriving them of, like we've mentioned before, your ability to go to school. That's why we have so many of these school mandates, especially in California, we have children that we have mandatory education, compulsory schooling in California. So what do they do? They make schooling compulsory for children. And then what do they do? They tie all of these conditions to it, right? So if you don't satisfy these conditions then we are going to deny you your constitutional right to an education and the best way to do this and it's exactly what they did in california to ensure Mm. compliance what's the easiest way well again like we said We're in a pandemic, do your part, get a vaccine. You know what? Why am I going to write on this little shabby in California? It's a yellow shabby vaccination card that people lose. Why am I going to do that for you? Everybody has a flip phone. It's more convenient for you to upload this app. You can also upload your doctor's information. It'll send you appointment reminders. It'll send you a reminder when to get your booster and they'll have your QR code and then all your medical information will be here. It was sold as a convenience, but what it is is a digital tag. And now you You've been tagged and if it's
0: surveillance exactly. it's surveillance and exactly. it's illegal to surveil an American citizen well, okay and, and with it since you, you 9 11 a lot of that has
2: changed And that's what we have seen behind the scenes of this steady erosion of our constitutional rights and freedoms and protection. So like I mentioned earlier, once 9-11 happened, I mean, we we signed they signed that bill into law and that basically authorized surveillance of, uh, of Americans, which before was was illegal and unconstitutional. They weren't allowed to do that. So once you get your tag, that is the social credit. So in China, very briefly, for those who don't know, in China, almost every single Chinese citizen has a QR code. And depending on what you buy, and I can send you a link because you should play. it. It's about four minutes long. It was a, a, a segment done by France 19, I think is the channel about, you know, five years ago, six years ago, about the social cre- Chinese social credit system. This is not a conspiracy theory. You can Google it. Every Chinese citizen has a QR code. They have a number assigned to them. And depending on, and you swipe it, like they tried to do now. You swipe it to get on the subway, you swipe it to get in your Uber, you swipe it to check out at Trader Joe's, you swipe it to get into your That's gym, right. you and and you think it's convenient and it has your credit card attached, and this is just about convenience, you don't have to take a wallet with you, but you don't understand that those, whether they're private companies or not, at the end we've all seen there's no difference between these major private companies and the government, all of that information, all of that data is being fed to the government so they know exactly where you were at any point in the day and who you're with, because they can check who else scanned their QR code no. and then they can see what you purchased. Did you go into a strip club? Did you, How much money did you spend there? How much time did you spend there? Or did you swipe to go... To a convalescent home where you spent three hours, maybe reading to the elderly, or did you go buy diapers, or did you buy cigarettes, did you X Y Z? That's how. Again, in China, no. exactly. Uh, I can go on. You should show uh, the clip. But let lot me lot say this.
0: Reasons. Yeah. Let but. me say this, attorney. I might need you to get me on out of jail because I <laughs> still can't do all that. I'm not doing all of that. I was born here in America. The land of the free, the home of the brave. And these people that wanna implement their stuff, they need to go over there to China if they want to be living like China. They need to go to these uh, other communist countries, these third world countries, if they want to be living like that. Right. Okay, because I see how they're trying to now destroy our way of living when it comes down to the oil, our natural uh, oil and so forth, our food systems. I see how they're trying to destroy it. And one right. thing we said early on, this is deliberate. They call oh, it yes. conspiracy theorists, but this is deliberate. deliberate. Now, when you talk about the, those VATS passports, that's already paid for, that's already right. into existence in a lot of these different states. I understand that the person on the board that contracted the deal for the passports uh, is connected to the company they contracted with to create these passports. Yes. That's a
2: conflict of interest. It It is a conflict of interest, but like I mentioned before, when the liaison was appointed, not elected, because you're allowed to make appointments, emergency appointments to the healthcare agency, because we're in a local health emergency, exactly, exactly, cheers. When that happens, then how do we get rid of these appointed officials? We can't. That's the whole point. I mean, and specifically in California, we have the California Emergency Services Act. So not only is the Constitutional always alive, regardless of whether there's an emergency, a war, a tornado, a hurricane, no ma- their constitution is always alive. Our fundamental rights can never are never suspended. But specifically in California, we have an emergency services act. That is a set of rules and policies and procedures that are to be followed when there's an emergency. They won't even follow those. But I really think it's important just very quickly when you're saying how are they going to do this and, and what. you, know, They try to steamroll all of this out while we were scared and afraid and divided in our homes, right? Not mm-hmm. even talking to each other because that's how you share information. We see each other at the park. The moms talk at the park. You see each other at the supermarket. You start to share right. stories. You start to realize that the COVID is not that scary, that people survive, that this work, this treatment worked and these vitamins worked. And so you start to, sh- that's why they kept us divided and scared and fearful, trapped in our own homes or where we, we imprisoned yes. ourselves in our homes. It didn't work. I think they got probably 75% of the way, but since it didn't work, what's the next best way that we can force people to comply with the government's help? right so as government assistance we're going to poison their land we're going to take away their water we're going to say you got to evacuate your homes you have got to evacuate this this land because of this crazy ironic uh you know 17th train derailment that has unleashed hazardous materials you don't have safe clean drinking water you don't have safe or clean air to breathe you can't live on this land come to this government camp We've erected an emergency camp, temporary camp. Oh, wait, 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 wait. But in order to get in the camp, you have to be vaccinated. Okay. Right. In order to get in the camp, let's just say they forget about COVID. Well, in order to get in the camp, you have to take this new vaccine that protects against that kind of chemical spill. Um, or if you're going to, that's what the point that they're doing. That's what they're doing. They Attorney,
0: do. Attorney Pearson, you about to make me start cussing up in here. This okay, is I'll, I'll be right there with you. <laughs> I was going to ask you to elaborate on the camps, on these different types of camps that they have out here and what it's, what it's for. But what they're doing is slow walking people into this by fear porn. Right. They're pushing right. fear into people for people to comply with the lie. Right,
1: right. I mean,
2: crazy. that's what they did with the pandemic. And then I think that it's interesting or ironic or karmic uh, whatever you want to call it, that the the same instrumentalities that they use to fearmonger and gaslight and turn us against each other and to divide us and scare us into compliance, that being the internet and social media, those are the same instrumentalities that we actually were able to use. And thankfully for you, for individuals such as yourself and Michael Lindell and Brandon House and everyone who were brave enough to, to roll out their own platforms, but we were able to take those instrumentalities, turn it against them, and then be able to share our lived experiences and this information as, as we started to see the scandemic unfold. So hopefully we continue, you know, your bravery and, and your work ethic and everything, we can continue to share this, this truth so that we can be prepared and we can band together, which is the opposite of what they want. Because united we stand, divided we fall, and if Divide? together Come on. we stand up. Just say no. Do not comply. Nullify. Do not comply with the lie. We can take back our country, but we have to do it together by sharing this kind of
0: information constantly. We have to do it together. We have to do it together. And another scam that's coming down the pipeline, I heard it through the grapevine, you all, <laughs> that they're trying to—they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna try to blame all of this sudden death on climate change. Yes. 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 That's the net scam. That's the net scam that I hear is coming yes. down the pipeline. To blame all of this sudden death on climate change. Right. They think we're boo boo to fool, like for real. They really think that we're yeah. cuckoo for cocoa puffs and that we're gonna go along with this.
2: Yeah, well, I, I will say that I do think we are on the same page and we see a lot of the same things. But unfortunately, there is a lot of the population that is not on the, operating at the same level. So they're right wow. about a lot of people. I think they're right about a lot of people and they believe it. I mean, there are articles um, that say gardening causes sudden heart attacks. Too much sun causes heart attacks. Um, I just read an article from, oh gosh, I can't remember what medical journal it was, that climate change is affecting the growth of fetuses in the, in the body, causing them to have heart defects. No, it's because you use pregnant women as guinea pigs and now the myocarditis that the injection should have given the mom and probably gave to the mom was passed on to the child. I just heard a horrifying story today. This literally, with 45 minutes before we came on the air, a friend of a friend's daughter had a baby, came out on the chest, skin to skin, heart attack. So it's happening. They called it SIDS. I know they called it SIDS before because they were killing killing babies with vaccines. And now they're calling it SADS because they're killing adults with vaccines. And they don't have any other way to explain it. I mean, if, if you are talking to someone who believes in SADS, let that person go. Please do not waste your energy on someone who actually believes SADS is a thing. Like, that person cannot be helped. I'm sorry.
0: You know, like I said at my at my sister's celebration of life, they call it sad sudden adult. Uh, uh, adult death, sudden yeah. S death, yeah. And uh, then some people call it conspiracy theory, but I call it murder. It's it just is straight murder. up murder.
2: It's murder. It is it's you murder. are right, you are right. And, and I think actually that was the, the video that I, um, I posted that really shadowbanned, me, changed my whole trajectory of, of our, the growth of our community was I was um, in the beginning of the pandemic. So this was like April, May, 2020. And they started to come out with evidence of myocarditis or maybe it was of 2021. And they started to come out with evidence of myocarditis in young men. And at the same time, they were rolling out the mandates in universities. And I literally could not sleep. I, Mind you, I have a four-year-old, a six-year-old. Wow. I don't have children. But I was like, how can we have evidence of myocarditis in men, and young, strong men who are the youngest, right? This is like the, the youngest in our population are these men, you know, young boys and women um, from 16 to like 25, Right. And we have these are the strongest, most resilient in our in our in our in our country, really across the globe, humanity. And now we have evidence of myocarditis, which is a huge deal. It's a big deal. And now the universities are mandating their demographic to get these. They could not sleep. And I think it literally was three in the morning. I said, exactly. I said, this is murder. This is murder. And I started yeah. reading the penal code. I just started reading the penal code. Murdered one, murder two, involuntary manslaughter, voluntary manslaughter. And this scam fits every single one of these criminal yeah.
0: charges. You're yeah. absolutely but you right. You know what? Congress have exempt themselves from getting this here, a particular oh, yeah. bioweapon and illegal right. aliens. Right. They don't have to get it when they cross the border illegally. Illegal right. aliens don't have to get it, but they're right. trying to force it on American citizen. Uh, attorney Nicole Pierce, I have to get you back on the show because I got a lot more questions for you, dear. That's Please good. let everybody know how they can follow you and get in contact with you.
2: Well, they can come to our website, Facts Law Truth Justice. I know it's a long, it's a long name, but it all of it is important. The facts are important. Law truthjustice.com. They can submit inquiries. It is a very secure platform. They can ask questions. We have a portal for whistleblowers. Our resources page has everything that I have mentioned. Everything is linked. This is not a conspiracy theory. Everything that I have ever mentioned, I've read and seen and heard and touched with my own hands and eyes and ears. Um, and our blogs, please sign up for our blog posts either there on our sub-staff, facts, law, to stay up to date with legal analysis, our cases, and what's coming down in the California and federal uh, legislature. And that's where you can follow us and, and join our community wow. and help as well.
0: Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you so much for being on the show. I you. want to keep up with you. the fight. I am going to have you back real, real soon. God bless you. Thank you. I bless you
2: as well. Thank you. I look forward to it.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. You all, this is getting deeper and deeper and deeper. But one thing about Silk, I'm carrying that torch because we're going to save America one way or the other. One way or the other. One way or the other. Y'all, I'm still learning how to talk. But look, I got another guest that I want. To come on she was here before uh she's a january 6 defendant and she's on trial right now here to give us an update please welcome back to the show yvonne sear yvonne and her hey. husband troy right
4: yeah very yes. good thank you
0: thank you for Hi. having us on thank you let us know what's going
3: on in the trial <laughs> oh, it is absolutely insanity. I'm telling you, I've never experienced anything so blatantly, obviously corrupt. It wow. Today and yesterday were jury selections and I'm not, it has been eye opening. Um, mm-hmm. Literally, we have had the judge, we've had several jurors that have came on that had very strong beliefs and, and were very honest, said, I have very strong beliefs I do not think that I can give her um I can do this fairly. And the judge wow. would literally talk them into he went from getting them to that they didn't think they could to that they thought they could, and then say, okay, we need to take take it a step further. Are you certain you could? And they would hesitate and then they would push it through. And my attorneys um would challenge it every single time and every single time. The judge would push it through but then we had one today that the guy was didn't trust law enforcement the question on there was do you think that a law enforcement officer or police officer would be more truthful just because they're a police officer and he wrote no and so the judge talked to him just a little bit and the guy was like no i don't trust cops he goes i don't think they tell the truth i think they lie <laughs> and um so they were going to just dismiss him for cause and my attorney objected and used exactly the same verbiage that the judge has been using all week, word Word for word. I was so Mm -hmm. proud of her. And he, yeah, they still struck him for cause and she got him to agree that he could do it, that he thought he could put his beliefs aside and listen to the evidence, just like the rest of them. It called me a treasonous person that they could put their beliefs aside and listen to the evidence, but he got struck for cause. And then the prosecutor got on and said that she bullied it because the prosecutor, even after he tried to strike her for cause again, the the my attorney said, um, this is exactly what you've been doing. You've been getting them their line of question. And then um, they agree. And and he still it was it was insanity. My daughter was there and she's not necessarily quite the believer that I am. And it was super eye-opening for her to see.
0: Wow. So it sounds like you're being railroaded, just like every, all of the other (laughs) January sisters, you're being railroaded. But now since the footage is coming out, the truth is coming out. Is any of that going to play a role in your trial?
3: My attorneys don't even believe it. They're like, they still don't. It's mind blowing. They just look at us and Troy's gotten our, I'm like, don't argue with them. They still have to represent me, but, um, And I do believe they're doing the best that they can with their limited perspective. I believe they're, they are limited on what they know, or maybe they do know more, but I don't believe they do. I don't believe they're, I don't believe everybody is corrupt that's in the system. I do believe they are trying to do the best with what they have, but they won't. I mean, Troy asked him, we got here Sunday early to talk to him and it got caught a little heated between us. And he said, would you be willing to risk your license for the truth? And they both said, no.
0: Are are these so, public defenders that you're dealing with? Are they public defenders?
3: Yep. So I couldn't afford it. Federal attorneys are ridiculously expensive. I, I and my so I got exactly you what on, you're saying.
0: Go ahead, Troy. The guy you
4: had on the uh, the other night said he spent he's well over a hundred thousand dollars in in bills for attorneys. There's no way no way could we ever do
3: that yeah we live in a camp trailer in idaho so it's not like and i mean that is by choice right now but
0: but um, look 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 look, look, yvonne and troy it's still supposed to be fair it's still supposed to be fair if they have exculpatory evidence if they have video footage if they have evidence that can exonerate you that that can can show your innocence you know what i'm saying that should be used in the court of law here in america Okay. It shouldn't be nobody sitting there. Well, I'm scared to to tell the truth about this. I'm scared to show the evidence about that. If you have the evidence, you're supposed to disclose and and expose the evidence. Is what yeah. I, the, I thought that these attorneys are supposed to do. You might need to hire attorney uh Pearson, the one I just had on to represent I know she her. was awesome. Yeah. Man, she was that, dropping girl. some truth
3: bombs. Is amazing. That's right. Go ahead, so, Troy. Yeah, we, when we, you're about to- we listened to her. She was awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I thought Troy yeah, was about to say something.
4: No, I just said that she was amazing. Um, I'm trying
3: to think. It, I mean, it's just been crazy, absolute. Um,
4: uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's kind of funny, but um, a good anywhere from 10 to 14 uh, jurors, selectees,
3: uh, or potential jurors at the time. Um, were picked last were week. Picked last week to be on jury trial. They weren't chosen as jurors. So literally, and the other thing that no one's talking about is the prosecutor is from Arizona. All these prosecutors that are flying in to prosecute are coming from other cities. So they're literally bringing prosecutors from other cities, court reporter, our court reporters from Georgia. So they don't have the staff here. So they're using tax dollars to fly these people in to charge us instead of letting us have these trials at home,
4: all the hotel rooms and their meals.
3: Wow. And that's all you on the have... taxpayers' dollars. Not so nobody even thinks about that. As as well. Instead, of... Do what from other states as well? Yeah. Yep. So our oh, the pros- Everything's selected. Yeah, the prosecutor is from Arizona. The court reporter is from Georgia, and 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 the court reporter last week was from. Um, north carolina or somewhere and she that was her first time so i mean it's i was thinking why why would you fly them in why would you not just do these in all our home states where there's not all this biased uh-huh. where you're not having to call them back every week where they've all watched the congressional hearings and they all think that we're treasonous they're already i mean there were four probably three or four to five that stuck to their things and said no we will yeah. not give her a fair shot and they got dismissed but if they swayed at all he talked them into staying. and it's like i'm That's sitting there so thinking sad. this is my life my freedom and you're leading the witnesses yeah
0: and, and to you think, know are the jurors
3: i'm
4: sorry so go, go ahead
3: go
0: ahead troy uh,
4: i was to think that our our jury system is based upon, do you think you can? Not yes, I can. I'm a hundred percent sure. These are people that are, I think I can, mentality. Oh wow off of a strong belief system. I mean, people in that uh poor physically upset under doctor's care Uh,
3: because they think we're terrorists uh, and insurrectionists i mean that's somebody
4: that no matter what you're not gonna take that belief out of them no matter what and and that's their belief that's okay but you can't use them you can't use them as as a juror for that belief but
0: still as as, in the court of law if you have evidence if there's evidence there
3: it should be able to be exposed there Um, right there. You're absolutely right. And Troy brought up to my attorneys that a bunch of attorneys have asked for um, continuances because of Tucker's stuff. And my attorney said they've already been denied. So the the courts, we are not going to get our justice through this court system. I'm Mm -hmm. going to tell you right now, this is going to be the, we, the people united and we have a voice by getting the word out. We have got to do this is us. This is our hill to die on. We have got to share all this truth and people at yeah. some point are going to have to stand united and wow. say, no more. It, it's not going to be through do our courses.
0: Do you know how long your trial is, 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 is uh, slated to last? It is,
3: it's scheduled to be over Friday. So they they started on witnesses today. They'll do it tomorrow. I'm sure probably, I'm hoping they'll be done by Thursday morning. And I'm hoping the defense will get to start Thursday afternoon. That will. But okay. I'm the only witness. I'm my only witness. So okay. we won't have very long.
0: Well, make sure that you so, continue, You tell the truth, the whole truth, the whole and truth, nothing, nothing but, but the truth. truth. Nothing but the Absolutely. truth. Look, we're going we're gonna to keep you in our prayers, okay? And hopefully you can come back on later on in the week to give me another update, to give everybody another not, update. Not guilty
3: would be really nice. Thank
0: so you. thank you. God bless you all. Thank, thank you. you. you all. Thank, thank you. you all. Make sure you keep Yvonne Seer in your prayer. And you know the the uh, January 6th. I got one minute. The January 6th uh, footage has been released, and and I'm I'm seeing a whole lot of different things. But I did put out a tweet today, and I'll circle back around it around to everything. The tweet said every American political prisoner who's locked up because of January 6th should be released right now from jail slash prison. And everyone who was railroaded, imprisoned, coerced, and bullied into taking a plea should be compensated. Every single person involved in this, this theatrical corrupt regime has violated the Constitution, misled the public, doctored video, withheld exculpatory evidence, lied to the public, colluded, and covered up, and entrapped. U.S. American citizens and so much more. So we're going to keep on praying you all every day at 1121 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got to pray that God continue to expose and disclose all of this corruption, put right in their face to the point that they cannot deny it. We got to pray that the prison doors be opened up that the evidence be disclosed and exposed right there in the courtroom, that there will be no denying. Every day at 11, 21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, be sure to pray. I pray for you, you pray for me, because I believe that prayer changes things. So, in the meantime and in between time, I look forward to seeing you next time right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live.
5: Bye-bye. You're watching And this family owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen, use the promo code, and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste. Some that leave me jittery or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean. Plus, it's certified organic and non GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm gonna give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now.
1: Hey, y'all. Hey. We're Diamond and Silk. hmm Join us Monday through Fridays, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on FrankSpeech.com, Lindell TV, with Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. That's right. Oh, it be going down over here. You know That's it. Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. huh Hey. Hey. We want to see your face. Your face. In the place. Boom.